Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Hey, hey, everybody. It's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I'm excited to be with you on this Tuesday morning. So today... I'm excited to have two brothers in business join me. These guys are also in the health and fitness space, and we're going to have a really cool chat about self-care today. I'm talking today with Chris and Eric Martinez. They are based out of Dallas, Texas. Thank you so much for joining me today, guys. Allison, the pleasure is all ours. Thank you so much for having us. Um, if if the viewers can see this on video, I mean, our eyebrows are humongous, caterpillar <laughs> eyebrows, and they're taking up these little boxes on Zoom. So just yeah, want to throw it. that out there. That's your signature appeal though, right? It is. Yes, absolutely. I love, I love, I love my eyebrows. Yeah. (laughs) As long as as we don't let the middle connect, we're all good. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, tell me a little bit before we get into our chat, talk to me a little bit about your, you guys, your backgrounds, kind of your story a little bit, because I think as fitness professionals, I think people just assume that it's innate in us that we like, you know, oh, that we always do all the right things. So I think it, I think it's important for people to understand as business owners that we're regular people too. hundred percent. Yeah. And that's a great place to start. And I'll take, I'll take your listeners um, back. I want to say about 18 years, mm-hmm. 18, 19 years now. And I think it's a good place because I, I know a lot of people might be going through this or have mm-hmm. suffered through this. Uh, so we, we lost our father at 17 years old mm-hmm. and, um, it was three nights before Christmas. Uh, we grew wow. up in a really picture perfect family. My father was a, a correctional officer at San Quentin state prison. So he instilled a lot of discipline work ethic, um, education, and just was tough on us, but I understand mm-hmm. why now. And I'm very just grateful for that. But three days before Christmas, we got a knock on the door from a California highway patrol officer. And usually at, at that time, two, three in the morning, that's not a good sign. So yeah. I woke up and I thought I was like having a nightmare. I thought I was just dreaming. And I remember seeing my mom just screaming bloody murder on her knees. Wow. And they, they had told her that he fell, uh, fell asleep behind the wheel and he hydroplaned over a little pillar and he died instantly behind the wheel. Wow. So from there, like I said, I, I didn't know what to think. Uh, I thought I was in a nightmare. I just saw my mom screaming that our whole world in life changed because we lost our leader, our role model, our father. Yeah. And then three months later, my mom lost her mom due to cancer. Wow. So it was like a double whammy ton of bricks hit my mother. So she turned to alcohol, turned to antidepressant pills. So I feel like we lost such a big chunk of her and she wasn't the same person. So Chris and I, um, you know, we were kind of left on our own with our older brother and we just didn't know how to grieve. We didn't, we were very angry, angry. We were very lost. So, you know, we got into a lot of trouble through like the law and stuff and Mm -hmm. really saved our life was just fitness, going to the gym, taking the anger out on the weights, really just, um, you know, falling in love with body compositional changes, just nutrition, strength training. So we went on to get our certifications and all that, um, started doing personal training. We, we got our master's in sports nutrition eventually. Then we yeah. hired our first coach. His name is Dr. Lane Norton at uh, 23 years old. And he literally was like an angel from heaven. And yeah. he took us under his wing, taught us all his philosophies. We started our first business, um, Dynamic Duo Training, where we helped tons of uh, you know people just with like health and fitness all around the world. And then the last four years, we pivoted to B2B coaching with our second business, Dynamic Fit Pros, helping uh, health and fitness coaches build and scale their businesses. And, you know, we've yeah. written a couple of books. We have a podcast, um, you know, that we are very, very active on. So yeah. that's kind of uh, our story in a nutshell. 
Yeah. Wow. That's pretty incredible. I mean, losing a parent and then losing a grandparent, yeah. you know, all within the same scope. <laughs> and it sounds like you guys had a really tight knit family, yeah. which made the loss even, I mean, look, the lo- loss is painful anyway, but it just sounds like it was even more painful just because of the way it all happened. Absolutely. But, but I think you bring up a really good point. And I think this is a good place for us to begin because I think so many people out there struggle with this concept in general of not just prioritizing themselves, but finding an outlet. And one of the things that I have always talked about, about health and fitness in general, and you can put you know self-care in that same category, is that it literally is a mirror for what life throws at you, right? So I think by challenging yourself in the gym, for example, or maybe for people listening, if you're not a gym rat and you're just struggling with prioritizing yourself in general, that, you know, by being able to do that, even in a baby step kind of way, is going to help you deal with other challenges in life, which it sounds like that's what it did with both of you. Absolutely. Yeah. So I just, I'd love to hear your thoughts behind that. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, basically I just think that what it kind of taught us was just discipline and then structure having something to focus on. I mean, I don't know if it was the right thing that we should have done to be honest, because after that, you know, once we hired our first mentor, it was like nonstop, you know, like literally finishing college, um, doing a bodybuilding show, starting a business, doing X, Y, Z, writing a book, all this stuff. Right. And all we were doing was resting, you know, the pain, you know, so to me, it wasn't the right way to do it. And if I kind of tell, if I kind of just open up like who we truly are, right. Is we're big faith believers. And when we were going through those dark moments, we didn't have God in our life. And I think we were doing a lot of things our way and through the flesh his way and through the spirit. And if I go back in time, or if I could tell anybody that's going through something like that, and I I would say, if you are faith-based then stop doing it your way, stop doing it the flesh, do it his way, because his way is always the best way. Well, this is an interesting jump off to like my next question um, is that I think a lot of people out there think self-care is the commercial kinds of things like getting the massage, going out and having a nice dinner. Look, there's nothing wrong with any of that. I'm I'm here to say I love having the experiences with other people. But if I could just piggyback on something that you just said, Chris, is that, you know, people band-aid what the real problem is, right? Or they do something that kind of buffers you know, what's underneath. And I think as business owners or, and as people first, really, that's probably where I should go with this is that it really comes down to how we decide to make our decisions. Yeah, exactly. 100%. And I can, if I can elaborate on that yeah. really quick, I remember that this is, this is a great talking point, Allison, because yeah, most people, they, they run from those issues, yeah. you know, they don't want to face them. And that's the hardest thing to do is face, you know, those obstacles and adversity and have those uncomfortable conversations with yourself. So for, I remember one time, my, my one of my mentors, his name's Philip McKernan. He said, your greatest gift lies in your deepest wound. That's what we Profound. did. Super powerful, right? Yeah. We, we turned our messes into our messages and early on, we ran from our problems. We, 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 uh, masked our pain through just doing X, Y, Z, checking off the boxes, building businesses, doing this and that. And yeah. it wasn't until we're about 27, 28, when we really started doing the internal work, yeah. right. The, in, the stuff from the, from the inside out, not the outside yeah. in. And that's yeah. when we really started like healing and really understanding like all the trauma that we had and how it's carrying over to our life. No, I just, I love, I think this is just such an important topic to emphasize you know, emphasize just in general, because I think there's a lot of people out there that are doing exactly that. They're not doing the internal work. And instead they're focusing on just kind of getting by. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, it's like, especially as we've come out of the pandemic, if anything, that like should heighten this sense of urgency that 
look, you know, we're all here for a very short period of time. Yep. You know, how, how we prioritize and take care of ourselves is everything. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that kind of like, you know, stops us from that mindset of just like propelling forward and, and understanding that being here is a gift and we only have a short amount of time is, is limiting beliefs. Right. And that's yeah. something that we really, really focus on in our program with our students, because I mean, like I said, we've had like literally a, over a decade of experience going yeah. through like, and doing the work. Right. So we're trying to expedite it for them and save them a lot of pain, agony. Yeah. And I'll go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted I'm just going to say like in the program, we, we have a section that's always at the forefront, be, be, you know, before the marketing, before the sales, before the delivery, all that fancy stuff. It's called mind growth. And basically yep. we call it mind growth, which is mindset, but I don't like mindset because it's like almost like your mind is set in concrete, right? After yeah. that, you can't really do anything with it. So I like mind growth because we're constantly getting better every single day, being a little bit wiser every single day. So we have to understand with mind growth, you have to break and crush those false living beliefs because they yeah. will hold from your God-given potential, they really will. Well, and I also think too, to piggyback on what you're saying, mindset is such an overused word out there. I think yeah. it's kind of like a diamond. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but it's almost like a word that's used like a dime a dozen almost. So I think the word mind growth just has more body to it. And I think it just speaks, can speak more to people as well. Mm-hmm. So, because, you know, look, we get good at what we do often, you know, yeah. and, you know, we can rationalize our way out of just about anything. Yeah, right. So just one more thing before I move on about this whole not doing the internal work. Why do you think, and I'd just be curious to hear this, not just from you, not just you as a business owner, but as Chris and Eric Martinez, human beings. Okay. Why do you think from that perspective, why so many people like struggle with really doing the internal work and they find themselves 10, 15, 20 years down the road. And they're like, how did I get here? Yeah, I, I think honestly, from like my perspective and my experience, because I've gone through this, it's it's the fear of the unknown, or it's yeah. the fear. Basically, you're at the crossroads, right, or kind of like the fork, and it's like your your heart, your mind, like yeah. again, your flesh and you thinking is going to go this way, but yeah. maybe that's not the way you're supposed to go, and it's the fear that you have to go the other way. To yeah. where it's like, I work so hard, I put in so much work, like be like becoming this person I want to go this way, but yeah. hey. God maybe not maybe wants you to go the other way for a certain reason. I think people yeah. just feel no, I think so too. And I think um, you know, we want to be in control too. 100%. You know, we want to do it on our time, but the reality is is that nothing's really on our time, you yeah. know, if we really want to be honest, right? Yeah, yep. absolutely. Exactly. I I agree with what Chris said on that. And it's just it's just uncomfortable at the end of the day, Allison. I mean, uh, most humans, right? They just they love comfort. Yeah. That's just how it, what it comes down to. And it's it's hard to sit in an isolated place in a dark place that's quiet and really gather your thoughts. If you really think about it, most people probably don't do that. But if you do that, you could, that's, it's almost kind of like the the dark side and the dark work of, you know, a business owner, or even just like your personal life towards like, you got to dig deep because you you don't even know what's going to come up in your thoughts and where it's going to come from. So it's just people being very uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, it's like one of the things I always say a lot, and any of my clients will tell you this is you got to get you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. If you really want things to change, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Otherwise, it's like you do the same things. Why should you expect a different result? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Right? And it's like somebody reading like, you know, a, a thousand books or like something like that. It's like, and if they don't have a behavioral change, right? And it impacts yeah. their life. Like, what good did it do to read the book? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I just think that, you know, we're, we tend, as Americans, we tend to be consumers of things anyway. And so, you know, as you guys probably run into in your business, but just in life in general, it's like in in the health and fitness industry, I like to use this as an example, people buy like diet books, 
right? Or workout books. And they're like, oh, I'm just going to read another book and then I'm going to figure it out. But it's like, yeah, let me know how that goes, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that, that could be the whole whole thing with like business too, just like actual yeah. implementation. Like everybody yeah. wants to learn the new cutting edge thing, but it's like, no, we often need to be reminded often often taught something new. And it's just people go down those rabbit holes of just like not, not, not doing any type of implementation. Yeah. <laughs> So I've got a cool invitation for you. Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs build and innovate and grow in their businesses. And I've opened up a brand new community on Facebook, and I would love for you to come over and join me there. So if you are a business owner, if you are working on a brand new idea, if you're developing a new product, or if you're feeling called to serve at a higher level within the health and fitness and wellness space in the collective, I want to invite you to come over and join me there. Join me over in my Innovate and Grow for fitness and wellness professionals in the coaching space on Facebook. I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me and innovate and grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there. Let me fast forward a little bit to um, you guys talking about your journey, you know, learning to fall in love with fitness and what it did for you, because I really think for people listening that this is such a big piece. And I know I have a lot of people in my audience who really aren't fitness lovers. You know, they're like, well, I go to the gym because I have to, but I don't really love it. But I would love to hear your perspective, especially since you guys are in the industry about what what do you think, in your opinion, being fit and being active and making that a priority does not just for your self-care, but for you being the best version of yourself? Yeah. What's that quote, Chris, by Deion Sanders? It's a really good quote. Oh, he says that um, he says, when you look good, you feel good. And when you yeah. feel when you look good, you dress good. When you dress good, you feel good. When you feel good, you perform better in all areas of life. Oh, I and- love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it just it makes sense because for for a lot of people that I talk with and usually by the time people get to me to work with me privately, they've worked with other people and they just haven't gotten results, you know? Um but but I think what I also hear is that, you know, they just don't love they just don't like going to the gym. They've kind of convinced themselves that it's really more of a chore and yeah. that I'm not good at it, therefore I don't really want to do it kind of thing. So yeah. You know, so what what are some pieces of advice that you could offer people out there listening in terms of making this a really easy, sustainable habit? Yeah, I'm going to kind of go back to like your initial question. I wanted to answer that. Eric can tackle this. I think that like what it's done for us, if I look back on this, you know, basically, again, over a decade of like, you Uh know, fitness and what it's done to my life is it it really does enhance the mind, body and soul. Right. Because if I don't have fitness, then I don't have discipline, in my opinion very hard yeah. because it does start with like putting my health at the forefront, right? If we don't yeah. have our health, we have wealth and everything else. So it, it really, you know, stems from the forefront with discipline. And then with discipline, I can sit there and always in the morning control my thoughts and my attitude. I can always control those things. Yeah. From there, I can control my physical health. Yeah. I can go, I can eat right. I can't control if I get sick or not, right? But I can control those certain things about the body. Yeah. 
Now yeah. with the soul, again, I can control those, right? Yeah. I can sit there and feed my soul in the morning, whether it's like reading, whether it's listening to worship, whether it's reading the Bible, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Whether you think it's a higher power or energy or, or you believe in God, but I can control those three things, mind, body, and soul. And if I look back at it a decade ago, I would have never known that from the beginning. I just would have yeah. thought it was just flesh and all exterior that I was like working for. Yeah. No, no. I think that's a really good way to look at it. I think because we want to focus on what we see with our eyes physically. And our society is geared about, well, you know, did it help you lose weight? Does, does it, does it help you look like, you know, look better in the mirror and look, don't get me wrong. Both of those things are really important for taking care of yourself. But at the end of the day, it really is how you feel in here that matters. Yeah. 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 And that's why when we used to coach um, a lot of people with health and fitness, like our, our, one of our signatures was always build a six pack in your brain first. Oh, I love that. What a great analogy. I think I'm going to steal that. People have it backwards. You know, it's like, if you're not doing the self work and the internal work, it's just, it doesn't, all that, all the exterior stuff is not going to matter. It's not going to fulfill you and make you happier. So I think just a a good acronym for your audience to really uh, um, just think about and just remember is ref. And we got this from one of our coaches, uh, Eric Helms. Mm -hmm. So it's the, the, the R is for find something that's realistic. The E is enjoyable. And then the F is flexible. Um, I think if you can find something to where it's like, it's just realistic within like how much time you actually have, how busy you are, what your priorities are. Do you have a family? Do you have a job? Do you commute something again? that's realistic then that's a huge win. If you find something that's enjoyable, right? Where you actually look forward to going yeah. into the gym uh-huh. and that's doing whatever better. you want to do. Yeah. It's not so rigid. That's huge. And then flexibility, right? To where it's like, maybe you, maybe you can't go one day. Maybe you can just do an outside workout. Maybe it's like, you know, you, you, you're just like pressed for time and yeah. you have to just do something some, somewhere else. Yeah. So it's just flexible is key too. Right. So I think yeah. that that's a, it's a great acronym to follow. Um, just when you're in that journey of like health and fitness. No, I love that. That's just, that's almost so simple that people don't think about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I th- think we tend to overcomplicate things. And what I hear from people is, well, I don't have an hour, three days a week to spend. I'm like, oh, well, my rebuttal is always, okay, do you have 15 minutes? Yeah. You can do a lot in 15 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and most of the time it's like five minutes, an hour, if that's what it takes, get up yeah. from your desk and move around. Right. Absolutely. It's like, it's always a beginning spot. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Love that. Like the last thing on that is like, this is why we were such huge advocates when we coach people with flexible dieting, which is basically counting your like macronutrients. Yeah. I think it's such a huge skill that everybody needs to learn because once you can do that and you, and you actually master that, then you can start incorporating some other concepts in with like, you know, keto, um, intermittent fasting, you know, paleo like low carb, high carb, you can, you can be so versatile because you have that fundamental base of counting calories and macros to where it's like, like you have the basics. Now you can start adding some of the like fancier things on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I think, you know, people forget that the basics, the basics aren't glamorous. You don't see them in neon lights or anything like you do some of these other, it's like, it's like, I like to call it the shiny object syndrome. It's like when the new studio in town opens or the new guru comes out with the latest book, right? It's like, (laughs) you know, people, our natural attention span is to, is to go to that when it's like, there's a reason why we call these things, the basics because they work. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And and simple and repeatable too. So, so (laughs) let's say someone out there is, well, I know people are out there listening, but let's say, you know, we're, we're recording this late in 2022 and the new year is, is here literally. What actionable piece of advice can you give people based on our conversation? We've talked a lot about like managing our thoughts, um, you know, putting ourselves first, learning to love ourselves and keeping activity and fitness really simple. What is really, I'd love to hear this from both of you too. What is your best piece of advice 
or maybe, you know, one, two easy, actionable tips that people could start today with? Yeah, I would say, honestly, I think um, hiring a mentor or coaches, I think that's a huge one because just for the accountability aspect and, and number two, just outside eyes and just to see your blind spots and everything that you're doing. Yeah. Um, I think that was the biggest game changer in our life is when we hired, you know, first our, our first life coach, and then we started yeah. hiring business mentors, social media mentors, um, you know, self, just, just, uh, personal development mentors yeah. so where just, I think it changed so much and helped yeah. us so much. So I would say just, again, find, find a mentor or coach or just a group, you know, with, yeah. with just like-minded individuals that, you know, you can learn through osmosis and just really just like have to, to piggyback on and have them understand like what you're going through. Yeah. Well, and it's also about, you know, you can't, it's like what my coach always reminds me like frequently, we can't read the label inside the bottle. Yeah. Right. And because yeah. we're coaches, I can appreciate that. And I know you guys can too, because we can know in our brains that something's good for us, but it doesn't always mean that we're going to do it. Right. Yep. That's yep. why we have coaches and we have people who are a little further down the road. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I would say too, for me, it would just be like, basically, you don't have to be an expert to get started. You know, Yeah. where you become the expert is the process and the journey and putting in the reps and sets. That's how you become the expert. And too many people have that limiting belief where it's, I got to be an expert. I got to get 10 different certifications yeah. and then I'm going to flip the switch and then become this awesome business owner, coach XYZ. It doesn't work out that way. Yeah. It doesn't work. Well, I just think we all have to give ourselves permission to be a student. Yeah. You know, I mean, one of the things that I know y'all can appreciate this too as business owners is, you know, I've been an entrepreneur since 1998. And, you know, I think, and I think, you know, every day I'm always, every day there's something in my business where I feel like I'm just beginning. Yeah. But I don't look at that as a handicap. I look at that as a good thing because I embrace the whole attitude of being a student, you know? Um, yeah. yeah, there are probably some things that I'm, that I'm in, you know, I know there's some things I'm an expert in, but there are plenty of other things that I'm not. Yeah. And that's yeah. really what I focus on. Yeah. I love that. And, and honestly, it's just because, you know, you bought into that. It's a, yeah. it's a marathon, not a sprint. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And they're, you know, they're going to be bad weeks, bad months, bad years, yep. right? Yeah. But it, it doesn't mean that it takes you out of the game. And I no. think, I think, you know, forget that being a business analogy. I think that can apply to our everyday lives too. Absolutely. And just to be fully transparent, like this year, like was a really, really bad season for us. You know, after last year was our biggest season, you know what I mean? So like that mindset and been like, uh, things change or it's the, you know, recession, it's inflation. Okay. Time (laughs) to throw the towel, but we never threw the towel in. We just stayed in the, we kept pivoting, kept showing up, giving value, helping people out. And again, it shows that it's a, it's a journey. It's a process. It's a marathon. Absolutely. Could not agree more. And I also believe too, and I've, and really ever since the pandemic, I believe this even more and more what's put in front of us now is always put in front of us to teach us more about, to prepare us for what's coming. Right. Very true. So like, whether it's, you know, like in 2020, I'll just be perfectly honest. I mean, I lost 80% of my business. So it was like, I decided I had an opportunity once the smoke cleared. And I just think in our personal lives, it's the same thing. You know, when we face an obstacle, there's always, it's always preparing us for what's ahead. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you choose to look at it like that. Absolutely. No. And because you already know there's going to be one mountain after another mountain. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, it's, and it, it's great because like you, last year, I had a phenomenal year too. And this year has been great too. And there have been probably a little few more ebbs and flows, but, 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 you know, I, I can sit here and say now, if it weren't for that, 
weren't for 2020, I wouldn't be doing all the things I'm doing now. Yeah. So, you know, it's you like know. there are silver linings, I think, in any in any challenge. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So where can people find you? Oh, they can find our big eyebrows, Allison. Ah. Uh, just I would say just Instagram. That's the easiest place because we have okay. a, uh, in our bio, our link tree, and we have a lot of different free like, you know, offerings and stuff okay. like that. And then, yeah, our podcast, Dynamic Lifestyle Podcast, those are some good places to find us. Okay. You guys have any programs, anything coming up, anything you want to tell my audience about? Anything you can think of, Chris? <laughs> nothing too crazy, honestly. No, I mean, we just, we always constantly have things going on and stuff, but I would say nothing too crazy that's like, oh my gosh, like watch out, like hyping it all up type of thing. <laughs> yeah, because okay. we, we just, we just opened up our level one program a week ago. So other, okay. if it was sooner that I would say that, but other than that, no, I mean, just, yeah, just all the, all the good stuff and value yeah. that we give like on our Instagram okay. at Chris and Eric Martinez is a good place. Okay. Fantastic. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having us, Allison. And if anyone out there, people listening, please feel free to connect with Chris and Eric. You'll find all of their links in the show notes. And as I always share with you every week before I sign off, how thankful and grateful I am for all of your support of my show and my message and helping me share the conversations that I get to have with amazing guests, um, with people that you think really need to hear it. We're heard all over the world and I couldn't do it without you. So just know how thankful I am and know that I'm still going to be here every Tuesday bringing you the absolute best. This is Allison Kaczkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one. 